0: Yeah. Like, wow. they
1: like she was hot as hell and then all of a sudden yeah. like she pissed off Beyonce fans and it was just like your career's over I mean it and happens that way D- The baby is feeling it
2: speaking speaking he'll of Carrie back. Hilson they had Carrie Hilson in uh, Orange Grove Projects on that uh, Rich Boy video <laughs> throw some <laughs> beads on it <laughs> I just, I I you know what I'm saying, it. I, just, yeah. I just had to throw that out there. What'd yeah. you have to think? <laughs> or was it Roger Williams? I think it. it was Roger Williams, my bad, Roger Williams project, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: What up, what up, what up, what up? It's three brothers, no sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg, Join my co-host Razzy and Buff. Fellas, tell them what's on your minds. What's going on? Uh,
0: I just want to say Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, I got got it right. They actually explain how to say his name inside of the movie. So it is uh, Shang-Chi and uh, it is freaking awesome. It is a really, really good movie. It, it, takes a lot of the like karate movie, martial art movie tropes and turns them on their head, uses them in a good way. And at the same time has a very good storyline, very good um, plot. So uh, I kudos to him. Hats off to the director, uh, the cast. I mean, it's a mostly Asian cast and they all did an awesome job. So, um, I'm, I'm just excited for it, man. So if you haven't seen it, go out, check it out. I think it's going to set a record for the Labor Day opening weekend. And so with all of that, man,
1: just go check it out. That's all I got. Is it on Disney Plus or anything or you have to go uh, to the theaters? It'll
0: it'll be there after 45 days. They have a 45 day uh window where they're only going to be in theaters. And then after that, then it's going to Disney Plus.
2: Uh, I know that's pissing Scarlett Johansson off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that that makes her uh, her lawsuit even better, yeah, right? It's it like, does. oh, y'all did that for him, but yeah. didn't do it for me, type thing.
2: <laughs> um,
1: I had so a- uh, I'm I'm proud of you for not spoiling it though, because usually you would have said something. He did
2: good. He did good. I'm yeah, proud he did.
1: of him. Yeah. <laughs> <See>? um, <laughs> give him his roses.
2: I I just was gonna. I don't know if I want to crit. I can't. It's not fair to criticize the CDC, man. But I just was thinking over the last 20 months, excuse me, dealing with this virus and stuff, it seems like, man, I know they're doing their best, but I, I have to be honest. They're, at times, they have definitely looked a little incompetent and, and, and gave some firepower to conspiracy theories, man. It's just from, I remember in the beginning, like, You know, you can't wear a regular mask. It can only be A-95. Then it was like, oh, no, you can't wear a regular mask. No, it's not airborne. Yes, it is. I just was like, I know they're doing their best, but I'm just saying if you're one of those people that's highly critical of getting the vaccine and things like that, you definitely have had some ground to stand on because they've been kind of fucking up here and there. Um, So I just just wanted to put that out there. And also, Razi, your your Netflix recommendation, uh, I think it's Friends from College. Yeah, I want to say you called it funny. Yeah, it's funny. But a lot of people should be getting killed, beat up, and murdered on that show.
1: Yeah, it, it's a lot of it's a lot of what we call fuckery
2: yes yes absolutely so it's funny but it ain't really that funny <laughs> yeah.
0: somebody need to get fucked up did, yeah. did you get to the scene where they're like upstairs we about to do it we about, uh, do about to do it we about to do it we about to do it I, I no. I'm describing it no. in a way that doesn't spoil anything, but yes, the scene it, it, where like it, it, they're upstairs I and everybody that. else is downstairs. You know what you're talking about? Yes, yes. Oh man, yeah. like I was, like,
2: I was oh. like, oh wow. Okay, so they was ready to die that night. Got
1: it. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Oh, so so Z put me on, and when she laughed too hard, I'm like, look, hey.
2: <laughs> Everybody got to get it, you know? Tapa to said they some trash friends. She was like, they're not really friends. They trash behavior. I'm, notice, I'm noticing that about shows. I'm
1: like, dog, people have some real trash <laughs> friends in TV shows. Yeah. I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot what right. I was watching the other day, and I'm like, all y'all are trash. Yeah. So, um, Nice cut, Right. Speaking of. Appreciate it. I got it
2: on com. Wow. I may check that out after the show.
1: <laughs> I haven't finished watching it yet, so no spoilers, but I did start clickbait. I'm I'm pretty far in, I guess, this show. Uh
0: I haven't even started it yet. So, yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of my binge oh. for the uh probably tomorrow.
1: Oh, so I should try to spoil as much as possible, huh? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of hard to spoil that show because, it's like, it's, it's a lot of cliffhangers and, yeah. oh, yeah, that bite. But, no, it's been pretty good so far. Um, oh, I will tell you, Z made the observation, and it's not a spoiler, rising that Pia is, um, oh, what's her name? She is the chick from Hey Arnold, all grown up. (laughs) Uh, But outside of that, I want to say football season has kicked off. College football season is going on. And um, it was some good games yesterday. The funniest thing of the whole weekend was Miami was talking cash. And I'm not an Alabama fan by any means. But Miami was talking cash.
2: Were they really? They They didn't know they were going to (laughs) lose? No, they, 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 said, were, they
0: said they were going to win by fifty or something like that. Like they, they were I like, thought, "No, that, no chance, Alabama's going to gonna
1: win." When they dropped down. To, that, uh, that
2: couldn't have been that could have been real Miami fans, yo. Hell <laughs> no, no, that was, that was, that, was, a, that, was that, cool. that was the coach. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, maybe they know some we don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was just crazy that that whole thing. Uh, I think I posted in the group me like Alabama has three. NFL head coaches or previous head coaches on their staff that's crazy in itself like to have three head coaches come down to college level and work under Nick Saban but I guess it's Nick Saban right so oh well but just that in general man Alabama is is they're not fair they're a cheat code in itself
2: yeah it was nice to see Clemson lose too
0: yeah, yeah, I am scared. UAB has to play Georgia next weekend, Oof. so
1: oh, it was not like y'all gonna win if Clemson would have won, bro. Like, I, I mean,
0: I was hoping because I watched the game, hoping that I was like, okay, maybe we would have a chance, you know, hold them down a little bit if our defense held up, you know, and we got lucky, you know, the stars aligned that we could actually win
2: against
1: Georgia.
0: Uh yeah, yeah, I uh, I know Un- better.
1: University of.
0: <laughs> <Dread> it, <right.
1: laughs> buff i don't know if you were, know who i was talking about from hey arnold check your phone her name is helga pataki
0: yeah yeah
2: and when I'm, you I'm see gonna, i'm
0: gonna uh i'm gonna drop pictures of them on the screen it, i've <laughs> so, never i've
2: never watched an episode of hey arnold but i've seen memes of it that's exactly who i pictured when you said it because she cut, is she is a grown-up pills, version of man. her it was awful.
1: <laughs> the eyebrows, everything. So
2: it took me like three episodes to just stop looking at that and actually listen to what she was saying. But then it but
1: did you ever completely stop? It comes <laughs> no. back every once in a while. No. It's like <laughs> her it's just not her haircut. It's just her whole demeanor. It was yeah. just like
2: yeah.
1: her haircut matches her demeanor. <laughs> and she she does some dumb stuff too. So
2: Yeah.
0: Thinking Bro. of a wild ha- haircut, uh, there's a show on Netflix uh, called SAS, Rise of the Black Swan, I think. It's a British action movie, uh, and it's really, really good, too. So if you want an hour and a half, go check that out. Um, it, it's it's a different take. It's more of a psychological take on an action movie. And so it's really cool to kind of look at psychopaths from an action movie perspective. So check that out. Cool.
2: Okay.
1: Well, um, well, there was a request more, more, say, a, more so of a, a movement started.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> I think there's a hashtag.
1: A hashtag <laughs> called "Bring Back Sophie."
2: All right, cool, cool. Can Hold you, on, let me get it. Let me grab
1: it Okay, I'm just kidding. Can you give the people what they want?
2: Anybody sipping anything? Too early? No, nah, t- nah, it's not even too early. Yeah, it's man. I'm not just, too early.
1: But. I'm just tired, man. It's been a crazy la month or so. Um, ripping and running all up. Not ripping and running. Just a lot going on this past week. And uh, Friday and Saturday was super busy. And I just want to... Mm. You know how liquor just kind of makes you just... More tired than you already are, oh, yeah. or brings you definitely. I need. I, I don't need any energy downers. <laughs> love your hair today, Sophie. Thank you. What are you eating?
2: Candy.
1: What kind of candy?
2: For my secret candy stash.
1: What kind of what kind of candy you got?
2: It was. I don't
0: remember.
1: <laughs> you didn't offer me any candy last time I was there.
0: I didn't have a secret candy stash back then.
1: Okay, we can agree to disagree. So do you have a good joke for us today? Hold on. Did you know that, you know what a hashtag is? Yes. So there was a hashtag started called Bring Back Sophie.
2: Daddy told me about that.
1: Yeah, people (laughs) wanted to hear about you and not so much your daddy. So, (laughs) but we're not going to tell them that, okay?
0: Well, he has to edit the podcast.
1: Eh, yeah, he might he might miss this part. All right, Sophie. It's on you. Give us a joke.
0: Do you know how a dog made his fortune?
2: Uh um, hold on. <laughs> a, nine. a dog made his fortune. fortune. A golden retriever. <laughs> no. No? Okay. Yeah. Uh, That's a good I guess. I like up. my effort though. I like my effort.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't the right answer. <laughs>
1: What you got, Ferg? I got nothing. What do you have for us? What is the answer, Sophie?
0: In roofing. <laughs> <laughs> That's my joke.
2: There was another joke that uh the punchline was talking about roofing a long time ago. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good
1: one. That's a good one, no, Sophie. Hey.
0: Oh. Welcome back,
1: Sophie. Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome Yay. back, Sophie.
0: I'm coming back every episode. Yeah. Yes, because
1: yeah. uh, Daddy has been banned.
0: He can't be banned. He can't be banned. He's daddy. And he's even on the shirt already.
2: <laughs>
0: and who else would edit the show? And did
2: stop Destiny's child. <laughs> All right. All right. Ali, right, you have a joke y'all. for us? <laughs> yeah. Who's there, Ollie?
0: I think you go one. I think you go one.
2: Okay,
1: so. um,
2: How did the, the toilet? So Ali get
1: Ali is original. <laughs> Ali's coming up with his own original jokes. How did the hamster
0: get the house? I get the ham how did the hamster get
2: get his house?
1: I don't know, Ali. Hold on, Barra. Do you have any guesses? I I have
2: none. He paid for it.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) Oh, Oh, (laughs) let me get it. All (laughs) right. Wow. I'll pay
2: for it. Wow. The way he, when he first started, I thought he was about to say, "these nuts.
1: Because <laughs> the
2: way he said, do you, I thought I heard D, I was like, oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: uh, which would have been hilarious. <laughs> Any punchline with these nuts in it yeah. is hilarious. Oh, man. Anyway, okay. I
2: want you guys to know I'm fired up today, so.
1: Okay, well, we're going to let you well, kick it off then.
2: Yeah, go for it. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, let's let's do it, man. It it deals with social media. Um, and we've talked about the good and bad of social media. It's definitely, there's it a lot of good to it. But then part of the bad is spreading misinformation. That's, that's what has gotten this country in a lot, and partly in the shape that it's in now, uh, just spreading misinformation. And people like believing it and continuing to spread it like it's the truth and I want to talk about one that really I'm not gonna say it upset me, but it it did so maybe I will say that it angered me. There was a post going around, and people were sharing it like it's true, saying that space age pimpin is not a romantic love song i and and you know. Yeah. I've listened to that song for years and I said, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. I went back and read the lyrics and no, it is a rope. So I don't know who came up with that meme or that post, but I wanted to use my platform to shout it down and correct the information and and write this wrong. It most definitely is a romantic love song. And I just wanted to see if you two brothers were on board with me. And if not, why do you oppose? And I need to hear your evidence for why you do oppose. There there is none. There is none. There's no opposition. (laughs) just (laughs) It's it's definitely
1: up there. I I don't even think... Has
2: another rapper used the word oblige since MJG? I (laughs) I, I doubt it. I doubt it. It, It's up there with uh, Kimi Casanova
0: using charcuterie.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. So I'm thinking, Byron, can you... Uh, Let's break it down.
2: Okay. I'm pretty sure yeah, you, I mean, you already yeah, had the words pulled the up.
0: Thing, what is
1: it?
2: I, I'll be obliged. I'll be if obliged you if you step outside because my ride is awaiting.
1: Have you ever, in your smoothness, ever told a woman that? No. <laughs> I have not. I have not. I've even seen I've even had homeboys pull up and honk
2: the horn. This, <laughs> <laughs> this brother is pretty much saying he will be indebted to her if she just he will be grateful. If she just come outside, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, and, he, he didn't text. He didn't call. <laughs> and, <laughs> he went up to the door,
0: knocked on it, and said, I'll be obliged if you come back outside with me.
2: And and listen, you don't refer to your car as my ride unless it's, it's unless it's nice and clean. So I imagine that he went, got it washed and waxed, vacuumed the inside of it. So his car- And this is eight ball you're talking about? It's candy painted? Yes, yes. And, and, and look, we've talked about this group in the past on, I think we were talking about like the evolution of rap lyrics and on their debut album, they had a song called Pimps. And I think we were talking about, you know, lyrics that we look back on. And that was a, a verse where A-Ball said, you know, push your head into the wall till you hear a cracking sound. I think it's the one I quoted. This is a leap and a jump from that. Okay. They're they're talking about whining and dining and 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 taking her- yeah, it, the 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 mood. What is it? The 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 mood is
0: perfected by the sounds of the storm. Yes, like like <laughs> it, you when, when you hear the lyrics, you instantly get in the mood. Like, all right, it is it is definitely romantic in how he's doing it. The 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 tempo of it all. The way he's semi-whispering with it he's not yelling in that song
2: at all he he is swooning that girl and then a ball on his verse he goes further into the relationship beyond just the date and he lets her know you know your friends just be wishing they was in your position so all that negative stuff that they're talking about, you can let them mess it up if you want, but as soon as as soon as you roll out, they're gonna be trying to get with me so he's like giving her warnings and advice. For all the young ladies out there, don't let nobody mess with your relationship. You know what I mean? So I just, you know. (laughs) So (laughs) So this
1: is this is I'm going back to the lyrics and I just realized. He has open communication. He's being honest with her. She asks him a list of questions and he responds. Would you kill for me? It's open communication. Yeah, yeah, if if my life is (laughs) in danger too. Yes.
2: Yeah. I like like how he didn't lie. Would
0: you steal from me? No, I would not because I am not doing anything illegal. I'm an upstanding citizen. So the only time I'm stealing is
1: if it belongs to you. That's right. But I will feel for you.
2: (laughs) As long as you act true. If the way you act is true. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I mean... I mean, and, and 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 that's MJ's MJG's verse, and I like how another aspect of A Ball is talking about what do women com- uh, complain about a lot? Men not listening. In his verse, he's listening. You know what I mean? So it definitely is a love song. I mean, constant, constantly telling me the things you won't do. Like he knows her better than she knows herself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I had to uh, I had to call these people out. Maybe you need to. I don't know, you know, I know everybody likes to try to go back and and, and revisit past songs and, and and say they were toxic. This is not their case right here. This is a true, romantic love song where these two gentlemen are talking about, listening to their women, whining and dining, taking them out, being grateful for them to even just come out the door. So mm-hmm. pick something else. Locations. Yeah. Pick pick something else. Pick a 2 live crew song or something like that. But leave leave this particular track, Space Age Pimping, alone. You can leave it alone. And <laughs> no, nah, but after last week, man, um, I wanted to do something fun and I did see that post. And I saw people, the 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 original post actually said, uh dear men in their forties. From the south, space age pimping is not a <laughs> romantic song. <laughs>
1: yeah, did I, did I tell
2: you? I'll, no, I don't know. I don't know how I saw it. Um, you may have. You may have, man.
0: So I think didn't didn't Annie share it with us or something?
2: She may have. She may have. Yeah,
0: I think that's what happened. Is she shared it in um in our group chat? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I is, love that is, song, this, man. This Speaking deep, of man. that, though, did y'all see that um, Drake dropped
2: "Certified Lover Boy"?
0: Certified Lover but he he leaked the song uh, with Andre 3000 in it. No, it was supposedly what I, off I, of Donda thought, that didn't yeah. make the album. No, Kanye did that, I thought. No, no, no. Drake. Drake Kanye leaked. created
2: it. Drake leaked it. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Because it supposedly was a diss song against him.
2: Yeah. In it,
0: and I was like. But going back to Andre's verse on it, man, is so good. Like Do you- I don't, I don't know what Andre's thinking by not making music anymore. But I, I need him to get serious about it, man, and come well, back. You still have because- it? Because
2: I procrastinated. I, I had the link. I shared it with people, and I was like, I'll listen to it later. And when I click on the link, it was like no longer available.
0: Mm. I don't have it anymore. I listen to it like right, it. right, right there. That's what I get. But, That's what um, I get. Like people are sharing the lyrics or whatever yeah. from it, and it's—I mean, it's serious, man. It's so good. It's so, so good.
1: Yeah. But the thing about Dre is, it's a catch twenty-two. Like he hasn't. Dro- When's the last time he dropped the album? Oof. It—it's more than ten years, right?
0: Idlewild wasn't Idlewild their last.
1: Yeah, Idlewild um, was the last album because it came out and I, after Speaker Box, the little yeah, Below. Yeah. Yeah. So that was around 2005, 2006. Call it 2006. 15 years later, people are still requesting this dude to produce music. He's relevant. Yes. Yeah, what happens if he drops something and it's a flop?
0: Yeah. That's
2: true. The pressure right. is like super on. Yeah. I think he's mentioned that too in the interview. Like,
1: it, yeah, the, that's the pressure the, it. There's, I don't think there's any. That. I, I, maybe it's a segue there. Like, name the three biggest stars who have been like so, so out of the game or so far gone that if they dropped the album today, like it would be an anticipated album is what everybody wants, I guess. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like yeah. the Dre and stuff like that. But if they drop something, it like Lauren some, Hill, yeah, like, like Lauren. Lauren, Hill. Lauren
0: dropped another album. It, it's like the pressure is so on. Erica Badu's probably the same way, right? Like if she drops something, people will be all on it. But that pressure's super on. But yeah. I think the Outcast is is the holy grail of that. Like if yeah, Outcast that, was to drop something right now, oh my god, like
1: could they, everybody would be on it. Does their sound sound still resonate with, or or can they adapt to the sound of today? You know, we love the nostalgia of them. And you love him on a, a, a feature with somebody who's doing it today, but could Drake give you 12 to 15 tracks? I think he can, but it's, not, it could still, he could drop an album today. It could be as, it could be better than Donna and all this, Donna and stuff like that. But would it be what we're expecting? It to be? I,
0: I, I think Nas is the perfect example of that. Like. Nas brought out his album and it dropped, and it's that perfect blend. It's it's classic Nas from a lyrical perspective, but then it's current day production, so it still has that kind of feel that you're looking for today. Uh, and he did have a lot of features on uh, that brought it back but, yeah. to kind of current day.
1: But so, I think, but I think his music his music caters to more hip hop heads and people who are going to appreciate his lyrics. And stuff like that and maybe if he can get a banger or two they're okay with that. outcast slash uh 3k classic album is different than a nas uh album a nas album is something you can just you know success for him is not the same as it would be for three three thousand i mean um outcast in my opinion you know he that was a good album it's a good album and you can you can appreciate it for being a good album but that Outcast Outcast is known for making bangers. They're known for making club hits. They're known for making shit that's gonna change. You know, and I don't know if is it worth the gamble. He might he they, he might be like Prince. They might be like Prince. They might have so much music sitting around somewhere in a vault. They're like, man, I can't release this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I just keep making features and driving around Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs>
0: go ahead Buffy you were trying to jump in on that
2: no no I was actually I was going to say something that's unpopular so I think I'll probably hold off on it Uh, no no go (laughs) ahead go ahead that's
1: the whole point you don't think 3000's up
2: no I I, well you're close I do think 3000 is dope but um, in the conversation of including him as a solo artist on any type of Mount Rushmore or Top 5 I personally can't do it. And I know a lot of people from the South, especially Ani, we mentioned her, uh, they hate hearing that. But to me, in order to be considered one of the GOATs, you need to consistently be able to do it by yourself. Now, if you're in a group, <laughs> this dude is stupid.
1: If you're, Breaking in a, news. if
2: you're in a group, then yes, I do think Outcast as a group or duo is one of the GOATs. But um, you have to be able to do it you have to be able to do it with solo projects in order for me to consider you a solo artist goat. And, yeah. I you know, you can't get away with. I mean, I think his verse on International Players Anthem, that's a top five verse of all time, in my opinion, all throughout the history of hip hop. That's a top five verse. But as far as like a solo artist, I can't put him above Jay. I can't put him above uh, some of the other people that people consider uh, ghosts, I can't do it because it's hard to consistently put out a solo project with 13, 14, 15 tracks and they'd be, we just talked about Nas, Nas has had some duds, uh, Nostradamus, um, I want to say the one after uh, Godson. Son, I think Life is Good. Street Disciples, Street Disciples, yeah. Street Disciples is dope to me. And, oh. and he's come back with these last two Kings diseases but it's hard to consider, Jay-Z fell victim to it so um that's 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 my only thing that I was gonna say, but I still think he's dope. Yeah, and, I don't and I still think people kinda know. I, I, I not don't lie. disagree. Yeah. I don't
0: disagree with that. I, I, I think there there's different rushmores, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you can maybe make the arguments three stacks can go on like greatest lyricists, um and and, and put him there versus artists, because of that whole hey, if you're gonna do a a, a you know solo artist. It's very hard to put him there yeah. from a solo artist mm-hmm. standpoint, uh, but when you talk about lyrically, that's easy to be able to say. Regardless of if he's a performer, yada yada yada. Lyrically, I think he has some of the best wordplay out there uh, that you got to find. Are,
1: but the fact that he's in a group and we're still talking about him, and he has never had a solo album. Yeah, and and honestly, like I love Big Boy, but people are people are screaming for Three Stacks.
2: And speaking of Big Boy. Like, you mentioned him, Andre, standing out and he's in a group. And it's not like he's standing out against someone that's a slouch. Big Boy right. is dope <laughs> as hell. You know what right. I mean? Because like,
1: like, you hear, because i in the, the 15 years since then, you've heard OutKast needs to make an album or Andre needs to make an album. Mm-hmm. You rarely hear, like, dog. Big boy just need to break. Go ahead and drop an album on his own. Like you yeah. don't hear that conversation. Well, he has. I think
0: as speaker, much. speaker box speaker box was kind his, of was cutting a lot of people because it was good, but it was like, eh, and like no, well, I'm li- I'm listening to speaker box for love below, below for the love
2: below. Wait, 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 speaker wait, wait, boy, wait, wait, two different wait, wait, things, wait, 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 wait. Big boy has dropped some dope solo. The son of Chico Dusty is dope. Uh, Sir Lucius Left Foot. He. Uh, He's dropped some solo. And I think that's one of the reasons why people haven't said Big Boy needs to drop because he has, as opposed to Andre, he hasn't. And that's why people have clamored for Andre. Okay.
0: True, true.
1: And I'm not going to let you get away with downplaying Speaker Box.
0: <laughs> speaker, I, I didn't say it was bad or anything. But what
1: happens is the Love Below is so unique and such a great album that you forget how good speaker box is. Mm. It's like, it's almost like a a Jordan Pippen conversation. You could talk about the Bulls for 30 minutes. Yeah, you're going to respect Pippen, but you're going to spend most of your time talking about Jordan. He's like, dog, Pippen is one of the dopest to ever do do what he did. Like, if you give me this, you ask any active NBA player who they want their second man to be, everybody's taking Pippen. Like they want Pippin, they want a Pippin on the team. It's just the fact that you're not your backup, but your counterpart is Big Boy. Like if I'm a former group, and I need a second person. Big Boy's that dude still. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Speaker Box is super dope. It's just the love below. I might go listen to Speaker Box. Uh, I, I actually
0: listened to it like last week, <laughs> just all yeah. oh, some random stuff. So yeah, like
1: I just forget like how hard it go like Morris Brown and stuff like that. Like that just, I don't
2: know. All right. Yeah. So I I, I, just wanted to have some fun fellas. Who's next?
1: Oh yeah. But yeah, you're right. Um, Space Age Pimpin' is a love song. It's it's, it's, it's just, it's just So
0: so whoever, whoever said that you're wrong, just put it out there. You're wrong. Um, so I want to go next then because I want to stay in the musical genre today. Okay. Um you guys know I am a huge proponent of canceling Chrisette Michelle oh. um so that when that happened, I was like, she's done she's dead to me that's it uh no more her music but then Kanye did his thing with Trump slavery was a choice blah 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 uh and Donda dropped and I fell victim to it. I listened to Donda because I wanted to see what the hype was about and it is trash, by the way. I I just want to throw that out there. Um, Definitely trash. But I listened to it. So I saw a post that said we canceled Chrisette, Chrisette, we canceled Kanye, but Kanye is still dropping music. People are still following him and he's still getting a lot of attention. Uh, Is it time to revisit canceling chrisette michelle uh and letting her come back in the fold and start making music and everything again so that is my question to you guys uh is it time to let her do her thing or are we being hypocrites and we don't care she can still stay canceled and we're still gonna listen to kanye (laughs)
2: I can't name three percent Michelle songs. Um so exactly. I never cancel her because <laughs> and even if I did cancel her, my exception was Ashton Martin Music by Rick Ross, one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh that's my official Miami song, by the way. Uh so she I always included that loophole in her cancellation that, hey, I want to hear her own Aston Martin music. Uh but shut up. But um <laughs> but um so I, it's not so much that we need to uh, no longer cancel her. I mean, if she makes great music, I mean, we as a society have shown how weak we are. We rarely cancel something or someone and it stays that way forever. If we do, it's because we ain't really mess with it in the first place. Uh, because I saw for the longest, it's, it may be up until now, I mean, it's people that still won't cancel R. Kelly. Uh, so if you're if you're talented enough, and, and I've had to learn to accept this, too, because what Crescent Michelle did is nowhere near as bad as R. Kelly or even some of the things Dr. Dre is accused of doing. Uh, what I've learned when it comes to entertainers is you just it's your own personal choice on who you choose to counsel and why you choose to counsel. Because for the most part, a lot of these a lot of our favorite artists have done some bad things, whether it's something petty like Crescent Michelle did to something James Brown did, you know people you have to pick and choose who you want to be fans of, because if you cancel everyone that did something bad that go against your morals, you won't have anyone in entertainment to follow or listen to or watch. And that's just the truth. And that that's of the people we know of, like there's still some of our favorite entertainers that are doing stuff that we have yet learned about yet. So I would just say, Make it your personal choice. If you want to welcome Chrissette Michelle back into the fold, that's cool. I mean, it's been, what, five years now? Yeah, since she did that? About four or five years? So, I mean, that's cool. But like I say, I'm the wrong person to ask because I never was really a fan of hers. So, you know, I, I have to let someone that, that was a fan of hers answer that question.
1: Well, they're, they're probably not on the show. <laughs> um... <laughs> And I don't have anything <laughs> hey, I don't have anything against her like that. But how would my life change? How would any of your lives change if she was back in the fold? Like now, yay, now we can go to a Chris at Michelle concert? Like is that is that is that what we're looking at? You know, maybe she can do some features with people. I don't know how that changes. Um, but I don't think people realize she's still canceled. I just don't think she's just top of mind enough. Yeah. and you said, will we allow her to still make music? The difference her and Ye is Ye never stopped making music. If she would have dropped a Fire album, people would have forgiven her. That's, like, that,
0: that's true. That, uh, yeah, that's definitely
1: true. People's, Byron, you were talking about their moral, people's moral compasses aren't that strong. Right? I hate to be the person that bring Our social media moral compass is stronger than our real moral compass. Mm. But, uh, it's, we, we, care more about or as a as a whole we care more about what group think thinks like well that's what we're on like if if there was a whole nother movement if somebody started a movement and it took it got footing to bring back chrisette michelle she can sell a million albums her old work could go platinum it's just it hasn't happened I, i've heard i'm out of one out of ten people like D- donda but Kanye is still going to go platinum because people are going to go out there and listen to it just to see, just because it's Kanye and people are talking about it. Um I, I, I do think this is the
0: start of his downfall, though. Really? I, I don't. I Yeah, I don't think people, his next album, people are going to run and rush to listen to it again.
1: But I think you're going to run and l- rush to listen to it just because you think it might be his fault.
2: I don't know, Razi. because let's be honest. Kanye he ain't had a Kanye dope. hasn't had a dope album in over 10 years, to me.
0: I, I agree. Uh, I agree. But
2: every time he drops, people check for it because his first his first three or four albums were so dope that he's a lot of the new generation's GOAT. Like, you got Trey Young, the basketball player, saying, at what point do we put him past Jay-Z? Like, he's a lot. I think Young Thug even said he was the GOAT. So he's a lot of the people that are younger than us. He's their GOAT. So. Yeah. He and, and, yeah. and there are people that like Dunder. Like um Mike even said it is dope and I've heard people explain it, oh it's dope, you just don't get it, you don't understand. He starts off in jail on the album and then he finds Jesus towards the end. I don't care. I mean, I don't care. Nice concept, but <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and
1: maybe it'll grow I, on
2: us. You I, know, you
0: you need you need to have that growth with dope songs along the oh. way. <laughs> I, like I, I that's great that you got a story inside of your album, but I need dope songs throughout it. So everybody's like, oh yeah, Jail is great. Okay, Jail is actually a pretty good song. I got that. But two, I think there's like two or three songs that I could I actually listen through the entire way through. I can make it through the whole song, like out of twenty-seven songs or twenty-six songs, however many is on the album. Three good songs for me isn't a good album.
1: I haven't listened to a full Kanye album in over ten years.
2: My beautiful yeah. twisted dark fantasy was probably that, that the might last, have been the last yeah, one.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he and that he, still was he, he arguably has kind
2: of he arguably has four four classic albums, depending on how you great classics. He arguably has yeah. four. Well, 808s and Heartbreaks, and maybe. First, first
1: three, first three off-rip. Like, there's no question.
2: First three, and and then, like I said, my beautiful, and Rosie mentioned like 808's. and Heartbreaks. Yeah, a lot of people like that, too. So, it's just put him in this stratosphere where people just consider him a musical genius, and to where he can almost do anything, and he has a certain segment of fans that are going to praise him no matter what.
1: But, I mean, going back to the cancel culture, it's and maybe it's a sexist thing. I mean, maybe it's harder for women to bounce back. Once, once women go wrong, we we cancel. Who are the women who've been canceled in popular culture? Recently? Like Chrissy Michelle. What's the actor, who's the chick that Stacy
2: Dash? Mm-hmm. Stacy Dash apologized. Stacy Dash. <laughs> uh, she did. She did. And, uh, uh, well, Azalea,
0: Azalea Banks. You may be on the side. Or song. not Azalea Banks, but Iggy Iggy Azalea. Because she was canceled.
2: I don't remember Jim Brown getting all that smoke. I don't remember Steve Harvey getting all that smoke. Well, Steve Harvey did, but he bounced back. I mean, his career still is going on. And they smiled and took pictures with Trump. They went to Trump and took pictures with him. You know, Chrisette allegedly just got paid to sing. But yeah. we, we didn't come for Jim yeah. Brown like that. So, And yeah. then that and that
1: was before Trump was full-blown Trump. Even... And it was something petty. Like, I think it is. It's just when who... Was it uh, uh? What's the chick that uh pissed off all the Beyonce fans? Uh,
2: Carrie, Carrie Hilson. Oh yeah, Damn, it was, that was a was long it? time ago. Well, yeah, yes, yeah. like, wow. they
1: ca- like she was hot as hell, and then all of a sudden, yeah, like she pissed off Beyonce fans, and it was just like your career's over. I mean, it
0: and happens that way. D- the baby is
2: feeling it. Speaking, speaking he'll of Carrie back. Hilson, they had Carrie Hilson in uh, Orange Grove Projects on that uh, Rich Boy video. <laughs> Throw some D's on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. But you got to think. Oh, was it Roger? Like, I think it was Roger Williams. My bad, Roger Williams project. Yeah, yeah. But, but the baby is a good probably example.
1: Probably so, because that that's Tomerville. But no, so the, the baby will, he will, if he, the baby can be canceled. Boosie can be canceled. They're all going to, people that follow, people that follow them are going to continue to buy you kind of, like I don't, I don't think Boosie's gonna get canceled. No, nobody said I'm gonna the people that could get canceled. Because his fan base agrees with him. Yes. I no, think that's, that's, that's what why I'm saying. I don't think yes. Boosie's gonna get canceled. That's what I'm saying. No they, they, what I'm saying is these are people that could get canceled or sh- potentially should be canceled, but nothing's gonna happen to them. Mm-hmm. That's my point. The baby should be, could be, won't. Boosie should be, could be, won't. P- Chris Brown is America's sweetheart again. Like they love it, it's, him. I, I I think, and this goes back to
0: like you talk about that moral compass. Women, I think, have a stronger moral compass, and so you look at the fan bases of these 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 folks. Chrisette Michelle had a m- mainly female fan base, uh, black female fan base. So when she crossed the picket line and went to doing that with Trump, a lot of them, the same way they saved America, they were like, Mm-mm, "No, you're done." You're saying no? You don't think her fan base was uh, I, I,
2: mainly. I, I, female? I, 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 more, I don't more think more social I don't media. think women have a stronger moral.
1: Social media no. moral compass. Like they, I, they, they'll they, follow. Like you not talking, about,
2: Okay,
0: so.
1: Women, so not, women not kept not R. Enjoy, R Kelly
2: I, in business and they said, hey, I was 15 before. I knew what I was doing. They knew what they were doing. It, women they, kept, Women continue to support Chris Brown when he beat Rihanna's ass. So I don't want to do the whole Olympics. I think we all just have weak moral compasses at times, and I don't think one is up to think Yeah,
1: but I think people's expectations of women versus men, that's that's the difference. Men, you expect men to do dumb shit, say dumb shit, and we're cool with Chris Brown doing this. We're cool cool with R. Kelly doing this. We're cool with... People still love Bill Cosby. We're cool. We get over those things when it comes to men. When it comes to women, y'all got one strike.
2: Yeah, I, I do and agree with
1: that. We, is, th- that. That's it. You know, it's like it, it, it doesn't. So, you doesn't think happen.
2: sexism plays a part in that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's the easiest way to put it. Right. I think it's just a double standards. Because here's here's
2: a hypothetical: Would we have forgiven would would um, would Beyonce have been forgiven as quickly as Jay Z was? because Jay-Z ain't hardly getting any smoke behind stepping out on her, right? But if, if yeah. Beyoncé had to did that, I just think she would have been called all kind of B's and hoes, You know?
1: They would have defended... I feel like they would have defended her to the
2: end. Yep. You think so?
1: They would have defended... Okay. The, the because same because way, I, they, I
0: think it goes back, like you said, if, if she's still dropping awesome music, they're going to forget
1: Yeah, so
2: it's... I don't know about that one, man.
1: I feel like it would have been... Because she's untouchable.
2: Uh, you know, it would have been just, it was it justified. Well, you guys are talking about had, the He had to do something. Well, you guys are talking he about had the beehive. To do yes, but Beyonce is heavily criticized from her role in The Lion King to remaking uh, that Frankie oh, Bamboo yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. She's not untouchable. Uh, mm. She's lost, matter of fact, once she did that performance at the Super Bowl, she lost a good segment of her fan base. So I don't think she's untouchable. Now to The Beehive, yes. But I think if she had done what Hove did, then I think it would be a lot of people calling her out more so than, I I don't think Jay-Z got called at all. It's just like, hey, it's not our business. That's pretty much how we. Right, right. I I
0: think, yeah, I do. I do think people would have called her out. It would have been talked about more. But when you get down to the point where canceling or her losing fans from that, I don't think that would have happened. I think she still would
1: have been the next thing. This is your queen. She out here stepping out on her like, Yeah. Guys yeah. would have yeah. had something to say. Yes, yes, yes I right. feel like women would have defended it. Yeah. Like they did, or, and the yeah, women that didn't defend like, it would have got over like it. They defended, so like, uh,
2: like they defended Will Smith, Jada Pinkett. Jamie. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, it, it
0: would have been that exact yeah. same thing. Yeah, exactly. She would have went on red table talk. It would have been all good. So <laughs> it was an entanglement.
1: <laughs> all right, first, What you got, man? Oh man, uh, I don't even know where I want to go with it now. Uh, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it a little in a different, different route. So <laughs> school started for all. Uh, everybody, you know, we're probably a a week or two into school for most people. But I remember just trying to get everything ready, school shopping, stuff like that. And seeing these commercials and people uh, trying to, you know, there's a whole like big back to school shopping like thing. People have to have that fresh outfit. I remember being, you know, middle school and high school, wishing I could wear real clothes. But, you know, when people had that chance to had that fresh fit. That was a big thing. And now it's like people have to have like uh, outfits for the first week or two. Like these kids come, like they have a whole wardrobe plan. And it just made me think about how many parents go out of their way to just make these things happen. You know, we, we take care of our kids. We do what we can. And so my question is, do you feel that you owe your kids the life that you can't afford to give them?
2: Mm. (laughs) Mm -mm.
1: what happens when their social expectations exceed your social economic status so maybe not us you know we're not going to break the bank on J's and stuff like that. I know people got three four kids and all the kids are going to school fresh to death on the first day of school first day of school you didn't spend a thousand dollars on outfits like I feel like these are real world situations but with social media being the way it is and there's a lot of pressure for kids to be walking around looking like stars. What are, parents, what are your thoughts on people trying to meet these expectations for their kids?
2: I guess um, my thoughts are no different than when people try to live outside their means and any other aspect of their life. Uh, not just for their kids, but just and anything, I mean, this society—I will say—this society puts a lot of pressure, in, especially with social media, even more pressure on you trying to keep up with what you see others doing. Uh I seen like, man, the the way they doing it for prom now. Have you guys seen the prom pictures? Like, mm-hmm. they renting Rolls yeah. Royces and 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 wearing Ferragamo belts and suits.
1: Bro, <laughs> I mean. you're 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 behind. <laughs> you know there's. A- there's before they go to the prom, there's a thing called a prom So people are dropping bread to pro, to ask people out to the prom. Like they're they're renting foreign car foreigns and everything just to ask people to the prom.
2: I'm so glad. So my so my nineteen ninety Nissan Stanza would wouldn't have cut it if I was still
1: in high school. You could you would have to sell your car to take Tabitha to the prom.
2: I mean we just had a rent rented but, tux back then, man. Was
0: Yeah, but I, I again I, I think those things are the Instagram exceptions, right? Like we it's not the norm. Every kid's not doing it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that's the norm. Every kid's not doing that. I mean, you know, I, I've seen just as many, you know, some roses at the basketball game, will you will you go to prom with me as the the foreigns and everything else. So yeah, there are people that are doing that. But I don't think that's the norm. I, I, I think it just gets sensationalized. That's the one that hits, you know, on everybody's feed mm-hmm. because it, it became huge and everything. And so, I, you know, th- there, but I think there is pressure for kids to do that because they're seeing that on their feed. They're seeing that that's the super awesome thing and that's setting the expectation. And so now these kids think, well, I need to be proposed or prom posed like that. I need to, you know, be over the top and everything for prom, but, I, I, you know, I think, you know, Jen would get like requests to make prom dresses and she would turn them down. Like, I'm not doing that for a 17 year old. I'm not making that for a 17 year old. Um, so, you know, there, there's a, a little bit of that, too, where she's like, I, I think I'm not putting my name on that. I'm not going to sully my brand with making that for your kid. It's It's too sexual or whatever. So there was a little bit of that, too, where. People have to kind of draw the line. Kids are going way out on that. You talked about the thousand dollars on the first day of school. I mean, or, or the week of school having a fit for the whole week. You know, when we were going, when we weren't in uniforms, we had to go out. We would be fresh like that for a week because you went and bought school clothes and you went school shopping and your parents had to buy a week, two weeks worth of clothes for school shopping. So, yes, you had a fresh fit for the first week of school because that was all your school clothes that your parents had bought. You just made sure that you wore them, you know, throughout the week. But then after that, it's all old clothes. So, but I, I you know, my kids, I I, I don't do that. It's like, I, I buy when they need clothes. So, you know, when, when, you, when you mess up your shoes, I buy you new shoes. When you grow out of your shoes, I buy you new shoes. Um But are you going to go out and
1: buy them... The most expensive is what's uh, two chains? Expensive is <laughs> like I, that's that's my I, thing.
0: I, I'm I not, but I can aff- what the, the thing. Is but you can I, afford? They that. probably are. Put the, some of the most expensive shoes.
1: The
2: cash but cash the problem
0: is, is, is because oh, I can, I uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I can afford the most expensive shoes, right? So, <laughs> but, but when it comes down to parents who are living beyond their means and buying stuff, it's. I, I gave that story of after I hit the club one night in Mobile and I stopped by and, you know, the kids couldn't buy food, but had chains on and, and a pair of J's on like they were looking good. It's, it's that idea of I want to look like I have money, but don't. And and those kids do that a lot. Um, and unfortunately, that that's that's the hood. You know, we, we call it hood rich for a reason. It's like they want to look like they have money but knowing that they don't have it in the background they know that their their lights could be cut off but they got a fresh fit you know and and i don't know how you change that i don't i don't know if you can change that because those kids want to feel important those kids want to feel like you know they're not poor
1: but but the thing about it is but if they are is it your what are your expectations do you continue to live outside of your means Trying to appease a 15-year-old who doesn't understand the value of
0: Well, I don't know if they're I don't know if they're trying to appease a 15-year-old or they're trying to protect their kids from bullying. Cause you gotta think kids are kids are horrible. Okay, and... so
1: you're 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 paying a premium price so your kids can look good enough not to get bullied. Mm-hmm. Uh... But you can't but the thing about it is you're still an adult. You still have other responsibilities that, you know, d- and I'm not saying right or wrong, but this is this is why it came to me. It's like, I, I agree with you. Like, it's not like you're you're trying to do certain things. But it's like, yeah, I don't want my kid to be the outlier. You know. They, you, but at the same time, it's like but you're working two, three jobs, you're doing certain things, you're behind on this, you're behind on rent, you're behind just so you can portray this, not even this image, because a lot of times we all know who's broke. Mm-hmm. We know that you fresh, but you still broke. And it's not, it's not, hell, because we're all broke. But at the same time, could that $200, $300 we just spent on um, StockX to get some J's go to something else in that household?
0: It could, but like, we're, remember we were having the whole, you know, spouse over kid conversation and Byron's like the kid comes first. And and I think that's in those parents mentality. That's what it is. It's like, I will work those three jobs. So my kid can have what they need. I, need or, or need, need. Well, I mean, want, oh, yeah. but you know, you know, I, I will do that so that I can set my kid up in their mind. I can set my kid up for uh, success in the future, even though that isn't really helping that kid in the future. <laughs> Teaching financial responsibility actually would be more responsible, right? Teaching emotional intelligence so that your kid understands that, no, nigga, I'm wearing Walmarts because we ain't got it like that. And that that's what we can afford right now. But I got shoes on my feet and I'm here at
1: school. Um, and I'm not telling them I, to wear Bobos. I'm just saying you can wear... It, there, there's, there's an in-between too. A lot of Because...
2: Cause like if 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 you're middle class and your your kid is going to a school with with people who got it like that, like a, a her, how you say Hermes Hermes a Hermes belt is is twelve hundred dollars a belt mm-hmm. a, a belt never with heard a, of with it. A That's H, cause I don't make that type H, money. With an H on it, it's twelve hundred dollars. You got buy that. But to speak to what Rosie was saying is you don't want your kid to be bullied. Okay. Maybe not get, you know, uh Versace or whatever, but you can get on polo or something that some in the mid level. So I I think you can like there's not my daughter hasn't asked for anything yet that I can't afford. But she has asked for things that I'm like, no, nah, we're not we're not paying that much for it. Like the digital tablet that she draws on now. I want to say the first one she asked for, including the software, was like twelve hundred dollars. And, my, and and Tabitha was like, no, we're not gonna get that. And we found one that works just as well, which is like was like a third of the cost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you you know, speaking to your question, uh, for what kind of pressure do you feel? I think you you asked. I mean, you just have to kind of use common sense and 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 reason, like. Yeah, sometimes you you do want to go the extra mile to get your kid, especially if your kid, you know, they're doing what they're supposed to do. They follow directions. They're getting good grades. They're listening to you. They're respectful. Then, yeah, you want to go out the way. You may go out there and buy something that you know is a bit overpriced, but they really want it. They've been doing everything they're supposed to. You get it. Uh, But that's not something you can do all the time. And when it comes to the choice of keeping the lights on, keeping food on the table versus getting them some, some J's, which I think. I really, I don't think that exists. I know that's an example we in the black community use all the time. I just don't think there's any real life examples where someone bought a pair of J's and they got kicked out of their apartment because they couldn't afford the rent. Just as a parent overall, be reasonable, uh, know your child, know what you can afford. And, you know, just case by case scenario, you shouldn't be, you know, sacrificing your car note or the electricity bill to get them a fresh fit.
0: Yeah, and and there's a uh, old saying in, in in the black community that say, uh, "Stop counting my pockets." So <laughs> you know, get out of folks' pockets. You know, it, it's it's one of those things that, like Buff said, if if they lights on and they want to work three jobs and get the kids and all that stuff, man, yeah. that's that's on them. Yeah. That's that's really on them. You know, they grinding it out so that they can get a kids what they feel is, you know, what they what the kids want or need. Um, And sometimes that's that's those parents love language is gifts like that anyway. So that's another part of it is that parent is gifting this stuff to the kids because it makes them feel good to give it to the children.
1: I so that's another part you got to kind of think through. But and that's why I was asking: Do our parents obligated? Because I feel like there's is there a, are they doing it out of is there an obligation to do that, or is no. it more okay? I, I
0: but I but I think there's pressure. I think there is pressure to do it, especially it uh, unfortunately in in like poorer uh, areas. I think there's more pressure than it is yeah. uh, in some of the higher end uh, because there, there's kind of this going thing now where you know in in places with more money, they want to see how inexpensive they can be, right? Or like, oh, I've 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 had these for seven years now, or I've, you know, this is my third year with these sneakers or whatever. So there's kind of that trend going on too. Or, you know, I thrifted this this stuff. And so, you know, I, I got this whole outfit for ten dollars or some junk. So there's that trend going on too. So Rosie,
2: I want to clarify. Were you speaking hypothetically or would you really, would you consider spending money if it meant your child not getting bullied? Would you consider spending money on a name brand clothing item or something? So Sophie or Ali, or when Haley was younger, wouldn't get bullied?
0: I I wouldn't because like I I was talking about, I teach emotional intelligence. I teach if somebody's bullying you because you don't have something, that's their problem, not yours. Um, but again, it's 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 hard for me because I'm not in that situation, right? I'm not in a situation where I can't get something
2: for my kid. That's not going to work on a bully.
0: Well, I know, I know <laughs> it's not. But I mean, it, again, going back to emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. right? It's like unless they put their hands on you, yeah. and and they can be over there and they can talk all that junk or whatever, it's it's their issue that they have with you. Uh, can you emotionally get through it? What what is the thing that you need to do to get through it? That's not me going and buy stuff so that you can conform so they don't bully you. It's how do you stop the bully? So it's addressing the bully. It's not addressing what they're bullying you for.
1: OK. And so the reason I used, chose to use the word obligation, because and you talk about teaching. I think sometimes these are patterns. Where. Somebody's parents work these two, three jobs for the same reasons we said above to create this image or this lifestyle for their kids in in doing this. Sometimes don't teach them other things about, you know, emotional intelligence, uh, fiscal responsibility and stuff like that. So they find themselves in similar situations. And because mom did this or dad did the same, this is exact same thing for me. Now I feel obligated to do this for my kids and, you know, to do the same thing. And because uh, I've had the friends, family, but I've seen, especially when the parent did that for them, that grandparents are going to spoil and put that same pressure on there. Well, I did this for you. Mm-hmm. I, I know people that, that that the grandparents, you know. And, and,
0: and it goes to the parents priorities, right? Like a lot of times those parents that are doing that for the kids are the same ones that spending that on their fit. The, they're the ones that they got to be fresh to death and they don't have any true, extra money true, or whatever. True. So, you know, it, it's it's the priorities and the lens that that parent uh, is looking through, as well as the pressure from the society and where the kid is in school or whatever. So I think all of that plays into it.
1: I think sometimes it can be a, almost a curse. I mean, you're, you're, you've you you been taught this way. This is how you were raised. You are taught, you know, and so you continue to do it for yourself and maybe put yourself in a bad financial situation. You have kids and you continue to do it for them and put potentially put yourself in a bad financial situation. And you're teaching this culture of mom and dad were fresh to death. I was fresh to death. My kids going to be fresh to death. They going to do all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. And uh, they might not... Might not The lights might not get cut off, but they're borrowing money here and there, burning bridges to make things happen. Because yeah. I've seen those situations. I've seen this happens all the, the time. They're
0: living check to check, don't have any retirement savings or savings in general, don't have an emergency fund, don't have retirement, don't have any of those stuff. They're not financially stable. So they may not be destitute to the point where, like yeah. you say, the lights are getting cut out and they're getting put out, mm-hmm. but they aren't financially stable enough to be spending that thousand that dollars. There, when they could be putting it somewhere else, definitely agree there.
1: Do you? I just wanted to know how you guys the pressures of people dealing with that those kind of things.
2: So and that pressure is real too. That's not something yeah. you can dial play. It's real. You gotta. You definitely have to actively stiff on man.
1: And I'm Byron. You made some good points too. When it was like we're looking at there's tears to this. Mm-hmm. You know, being uh in certain, you know being middle class or whatever, yeah, you can afford to go buy your kids those J's or whatever. You, but it, there's next level shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you you go to the wrong school, your kids are wearing J's. If they're not wearing uh uh The, the, 15th, the limiteds
0: and yeah, the stock X hard to get ones. Yeah, it's like, oh. it don't matter. I was like, oh, you went to Foot Locker and bought those <laughs> off the shelf? Ah, oh, oh, like, <laughs> yeah.
1: my butler wears those. Um, but... <laughs> There's there's going to be situations where, depending on the lifestyle your kids lead, lead, even when they get older, you know, going to college and they're around people who might have more money and stuff like that. Are they going to feel the pressure to um, and that their lifestyle that they were content with isn't up to par? And now, you know, you got to get them the nicest car and you got to get them the nicest clothes and you look up and the credit card bill is maxed out because Ali and Sophie and Haley didn't maxed everything out trying to live up to this lifestyle. It's interesting. So what you guys got for us? Go ahead and uh, close it on out. You know I'm too
0: cheap for any of that to ever happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. You don't want your kids to be bullied.
0: I, 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 I don't. I don't. So um, I, I don't have a whole lot, man. Parting Shots for me really is just um, talking through Go Blazers. Uh, I'm, I'm loving UAB's program growth on that. So <laughs> love that part, but uh, other than that, man, listeners, go check out the YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you, we appreciate it. Uh, share this uh, and and make sure you hit that uh, subscribe button. But uh, if you listen to it on uh, any of your pod- podcasting platforms, jump over to YouTube, look us up, Three Brothers No Sense. We got a lot of content. We're uh, doing the videos and we're going to start dropping additional content. That's not going to be in the podcast on there as well. So uh, check us out uh, for on uh, YouTube as well as uh, uh, on Facebook. That's all I got, man. Uh,
2: we had a couple of birthdays that have passed. So I just want to give a quick shout out to DJ Tight Mike, a.k.a. Bruce, a.k.a. Mike. Happy belated birthday, bro. Uh, happy birthday, Akila. We did some uh, FaceTime shots with her over the weekend. So uh, happy birthday to both of you guys. Uh, I just want to piggyback. Razio actually took what I was going to hit on. And I just wanted to put this out here because I know we always stress, you know, please listen to the podcast, share the podcast. I am. We are aware that not everyone likes to listen to a podcast and we can appreciate that. But there are other ways you can support the show if you still rock with us. If you want to just share the post, that helps. Uh, comment on our social media posts and keeping it in rotation. So that it's on people's news feed. That helps. Uh just, you know, telling people about the show, Rosie mentioned the YouTube channel, sharing our videos, buying some merchandise. All of that helps helping spread the word helps. If you're some type, of, if you're the type of person that, you know, listen, I don't, I don't listen to podcasts. You know, I, I listen to music and I watch TV. I'm not trying to listen to somebody talk for an hour. Got it. But like I said, if you rock with us, you know, share our stuff uh visit three, three no com. get you some merch we got polos hats mask all great price uh you can't you can't beat the prices on the website so that's all I'm asking this is the it's the equivalent to one of Risey's favorite lines on coming to America obviously we want money that folds. Okay, that's listening to the podcast. But if that's not your thing, we will appreciate the money that jingles as well. And that's sharing our posts, commenting on our social media feed. We appreciate all the support, not just listening to the podcast, but, you know, subscribing to YouTube, uh, following us on Instagram, things like that. So all of it is appreciated and just spread the word. Like I always say, tell five of your friends about us, have them follow us on IG, have them subscribe on YouTube. And that'll help just as much.
1: Well, y'all made my job easy. I didn't really have to. I was gonna close with that, but hey, I, I don't think it needs to be said anymore. So, I'm gonna take a minute to say, "Fam, you, fam, you, fam, got you." <laughs> so, uh, college football kicked off this weekend. Like I said earlier, uh, today is Sunday, and Fam is playing Jackson State College. They. I, University or something like that. I don't know the name of the school really, uh, but this is FAM's first real game. They're, they've been um, joined the sca- me, the SWAC, and there's been a lot of noise talking. So we're happy to be in the SWAC. We're happy for the competition. I want to take a have a moment to uh, pray for all the HBCU homecomings that are coming up uh, that are going to be potentially canceled. I know Morehouse just got canceled. It was the Spellhouse homecoming just got canceled this weekend. This past weekend, I think it's supposed to happen in mid-October. Don't know about ours yet, but I see a lot of people pulling out, including myself. So, if, you do, if your homecoming isn't canceled, please be safe out there. I'll pray for you guys. The people that do go, have fun, be safe. I know um, my fellow Rattlers are in Miami this weekend doing it big. Byron... If, if it wasn't for the pandemic, I'd probably be down then. I would have invited you. They're doing yacht parties and everything. It's going down in Miami right now for FAMU, uh, JSU weekend. But we we will do it again. Trust me. So three brothers, no sense. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment. And most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.